You're listening to the English Hacks Podcast, where you can start thinking like a native and learn natural American English better. This episode was originally posted on YouTube. I've taught a lot of students English, and there's one thing that surprises all of them. The value of mastering your tongue and, more importantly, opening your ears. Do you have trouble speaking? Do you have trouble understanding fast, natural speech? Maybe you have trouble remembering vocabulary words because you keep mixing up the sounds or maybe the stress pattern. Pronunciation and ear training is the one key solution to all of those problems. Language learning is composed of five skills and two knowledge areas. The four skills that you usually think of are speaking, listening, reading, and writing, but pronunciation and ear training is also a skill. That's number five. The two knowledge areas are vocabulary and grammar. I call vocabulary a knowledge area because it's just words and phrases. So either this word means this or it doesn't. Grammar, which is usually a big focus in traditional classes, which has changed but not enough, is really just a description of a language, and it's not the language itself. So you want to focus on developing your skills, not grammar, and you probably know that, especially if you've seen a lot of my other content. But pronunciation and ear training in particular is so critically important and will help all areas of your English. Let's talk about how pronunciation and ear training improves the other four skills. First, it'll help your listening skills, of course, because if you open your ears to hear the sounds and to hear the rhythm, the music of English, then you will better be able to understand naturally spoken speech at fast speed. In fact, there are probably sounds that you can't even hear because when you were first born, your brain had the ability to hear every sound that a human could make. Over time, in the first six months to a year or so, it focused on hearing the sounds of your native language and it started focusing just on getting those and starting to be able to try to produce those sounds. And you don't remember any of that because, well, you were a baby. But you played with the sounds and you focused on hearing and separating out the sounds and how they flow and how they connect. That's all pronunciation and ear training is about. That's all it is. There's a lot of information to cover, but it's actually not that bad and can even be really fun. Of course, pronunciation and ear training can help your speaking by allowing you to speak more clearly, more naturally, and help you speak faster. There are times when we want to enunciate and speak more clearly. And then there are times, especially in informal situations, when we want to speak more quickly and we don't have to be as clear. You might not think that pronunciation and ear training would help your reading skills, but let me ask you a question. 
When you read, do you hear a voice in your head? For most people, the answer is yes. If you're reading in English, you're going to hear your own accent, right? So reading is very, very good. In fact, it's one of the best ways to expand your vocabulary, among other things. But if all the time that you're reading, you're constantly hearing your own accent in your head, you're just reinforcing bad pronunciation and bad listening skills, which makes it harder for you to communicate and understand others. Now, don't let this scare you. It's not about perfection, and you always have the ability to fix this, which is one thing that English Hacks is all about. I'm not saying don't read. Reading is a really great way to improve your English. But this is something you should be aware of, and it is another reason to improve your pronunciation and open your ears. As for writing, there's not as big of an impact, but again, usually when you're writing, you'll think as you write, and those thoughts will be in your accent as you write, so it does have an effect. Now let's talk a little bit about how pronunciation and ear training improves the two knowledge areas of vocabulary and grammar. With vocabulary, very often what happens is that you'll hear a new word or you'll find a new word. For example, the word cat. But because your ears and mouth aren't trained, you can't even hear the ah in cat. Instead, it will most likely sound like a similar vowel in your language that probably doesn't exist in English. This is usually the vowel sound ah, not ah. So you try to say the word, but you pronounce it closer to cut, for example, which is completely different in English, but you don't notice. Ear training also includes hearing word stress and sentence stress, which is probably very different from your language. Instead of memorizing a bunch of word stress rules, which is what most learners do and most teachers teach, just train your ears. Some rules can be useful, but if you don't train your ears, Rules are just a description and they won't really help you in your actual English skills. So, pronunciation and ear training can definitely help you learn vocabulary more quickly and easily. In addition, when I teach pronunciation and ear training, for example in my YouTube lessons, I give you common spelling patterns because English has a very horrible spelling system. That will actually allow you to remember how a word is spelled much more easily, but some sounds don't have reliable patterns. So again, we want to train your ears. A lot of the time, grammar words, for example, the word to, aren't pronounced the way you expect. Does the word to have the sound oo? In the full pronunciation of the word, yes but we don't usually use the full pronunciation. For example, the sentence, I want to go to the beach. The way we normally say this is, I wanna go to the beach. 
I wanna go to the beach. The words to and the will almost always reduce in sound. To becomes ta and the becomes the. You're expecting to and the, so you might not notice them when you hear them in a fast sentence. Pronunciation and ear training can actually help your grammar because when you're listening and you're getting exposure to English, you can actually start to recognize words like this. In fact, want to, as you probably know, often becomes wanna. That's a very common thing and it's not necessarily informal. So in wanna, there's not even a T sound and notice that the uh from ta remains. Note that you should never write the word wanna unless it is in informal writing. So you can imagine the impact that this can have on your grammar because you're actually able to hear the little words and changes that you might not notice without this training. But can you sound like a native? And should you sound like a native? Everything I just explained is the main reason why pronunciation and ear training is so very important. But what if you don't want a perfect accent? That's fine, you don't have to have one. If you really want one, it is possible for almost any person, at any age, learning any language, to sound either like a native or very close to a native. The closer you want to get, the more work it will take. Some things might be harder to master than others. That depends on you, your native language, and other factors. But in general, you can go as far as you want all the way up to sounding like a native. The other side of this is that maybe you don't want to have really good pronunciation and you just want people to understand you. And that's perfectly fine. However, if nothing else, you want to train your ears. And as I said, there are probably certain sounds in English that you don't even hear right now because when you were a baby, your brain didn't need those sounds. A very common example of this is the word eat, E-A-T, and the word it, I-T. Most English learners pronounce these words the same and don't hear a difference between them. They are not pronounced the same, and there is a big difference between them. In fact, the difference between these two sounds is one of the biggest reasons why people might not understand you clearly when you speak English. Now, you might notice that if this is so important, why hasn't anybody told you about it? Well, in traditional classes, in a classroom if you go to school, languages are often taught like an academic subject, like history or math. Language classes have improved a lot in the last 20 years or so, but there's still a lot that can be improved. The biggest thing is probably taking pronunciation and ear training much more seriously and making it the foundation of any beginner English course. Then you likely wouldn't be here listening to this podcast. Traditional classes generally teach you backwards. Pronunciation and ear training are often ignored while there's too much focus on grammar, reading, and writing and not enough emphasis on speaking and listening. Again, 
These days, many classes do focus a bit more on speaking, and that is one of the things that have improved. But you still need a lot more speaking and listening practice outside of class. Now understand, there's no one right way to learn a language, and I wrote a whole book about how to build your own language learning path. However, starting with pronunciation and ear training is usually the best place to start, especially in a language like English where the spelling system doesn't reflect the actual sounds in spoken speech because there are so many exceptions. You don't have to learn naturally, but when you were a baby and you were growing up, as I said, your brain started focusing on, okay, what are the sounds I need and how do I start making those sounds? And when babies babble, when they're making those little noises, they're not just making sound, they're practicing pronunciation and ear training. So you did that as a baby in your native language. Now you have to do it again. As a small child, you spent a lot of time listening. Then you started speaking and trying to produce the language. You had lots of exposure to the grammar through your listening, and you learned lots of words through interaction with people around you. And so it was very organic and very natural. All of these, pronunciation and ear training, listening, speaking, vocabulary, and grammar, they all went together. Of course, this continues on through school, so you can learn more specific things and learn how to write properly and all that stuff. But the reading and writing, you didn't start doing that until you were four, five, maybe six. So it's backwards, right? And this is one big reason why you're here listening to this podcast after three years, five years, or maybe more than 10 years of learning English instead of, you know, out having very nice conversations and being able to understand everything and express yourself fully. This stuff is no joke. That's why you should open your ears and or learn to master your mouth. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to contact me on any of the social platforms. You can find those through my Linktree link, which is available in the description.